everybody's familiar with best case scenario. Everybody's familiar with worst case scenario, but nobody talks about base case scenario. That's where a goal setting has to start so that we're not just setting smart goals, Dr. Pete, we're setting intelligent goals. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And it is great to join you here today. If you missed the previous episode or you haven't listened to it, go ahead and press pause. Go listen to that episode before you listen to the episode. This is a two-part. This is an end-of-year energy leadership focus and leadership conversation that we're having with you. And today is part two of a two-part series. And today we're going to be diving into what's called now to next. We're focusing on what's important next as we look ahead to the year ahead, as we come to the end of 2023, we enter into, or on the cusp of entering into 2024. As you're listening to this, hopefully this is towards the end of the year. You're catching this before the end of the year. If you're catching this after the year has begun, that's okay. Uh, the exercises that we're going to ask you to do are exercises that remarkable CEOs do. This is how we behave, right? You know, we talk about how, you know, success is reserved for the action takers. This is an action to take. This is an exercise to do. If you want to get fit, you got to do the exercise. If you got to, you got to do the certain types of body movements to increase the fitness in certain body parts. This is the part of your business that you want to get fit in. This is about vision casting. This is about strategic planning. And so again, Dr. Steven, you know, just right into it. Just we're piggybacking on an episode that I know already just feedback from, you know, CEOs that we've worked with from years past. It's just such a powerful framework. So we've just done the episode on you know, last to now, that audit, that assessment, that A, taking the time to assess, looking at your year. And we introduced a new framework. Well, not a new framework. We introduced the framework of the best case, base case, best case, and worst case. And that's an infographic. That's something that we actually want you guys to have. You're going to see images of that during this uh, video. And by the way, if you're not uh, watching these episodes on YouTube, go ahead and make sure that you do that because number one, you get to see us. And if you see us, you might see the hats we're wearing. And today, Dr. Stevens got his, uh, as of 2023, our newest baseball hat. Love that baseball hat. I, I'm wearing a baseball hat as well. We wear, we're wearing the teams of the two teams that are going to win in 2024. Uh, so, <laughs> so you got the Remarkable Practice and the New York Yankees. Okay, so I'm just going to put it out there like, I'm, I'm setting the, uh, I'm putting it out there that we're going to win in 2024. That's our year. So I'm just going to put it out there. And, uh, and remarkable, we win every year, right, Dr. Steven? So, and the reason why is because we're doing what we're doing right now. We're planning and preparing for a remarkable year. 100%. Your success is our success, guys. We know the truth. We know our calling that what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs right now is more successful chiropractors. And, you know, we're committed to helping you manifest success. We're also committed to not telling you what success looks like to you right? But this is an unearthing process. We can tell you where success lives and success lives when you have alignment 
between your core values, your vision story, and your behaviors, how you choose to invest your time, energy, focus, and money. So this is very much a vision story conversation, Dr. Pete, as we project into the future, right? We look at 2024, which promises to be an exciting and interesting year ahead. And I, for one, plan on just mentally preparing and preparing my team for whatever is to come in this year ahead as always, right? Super excited. I know that God, God is sovereign. I know that we have an important mission. I know that we're going and growing every year, which is just extraordinarily exciting. And every year that's a different flavor of growth. So um, I'm expecting this to be an awesome year ahead and I'm planning to make sure that we can optimize it, right? So when we look at this appear process, this is our exercise that we're committed to to participate in making the next iteration of this business appear. So, right, we talk about now to next to ultimate. Ultimate, if you start thinking three years view, the three year view of the business, that's probably about as far out as you can look right now and have clarity that you could act upon. Well, the next iteration of the business is what are we going to create in the next 12 months, right? So, now to next is what does 2024 look like to you? Now, this is where we get to step right into our role. When we step right into the role of the CEO, of the visionary, of the vision caster, right? This is very much your role. You're in the right space. And this, this time calls for somebody just like you, right? And we're going to equip you to do your job well, uh, because we know that we serve humanity through you. We serve humanity through you and your team. We serve humanity through you and your team and your practice. So we're going to act like it. So what an honor for us to be able to help equip you to equip your team to deliver to your community. Just super stoked, super, super stoked for this conversation, Dr. Pete. Yeah. So we're, we're riding on the heels of an exercise that was done. If we did this exercise, as Dr. Steven, you said that during that episode, and I thought it was really important. So I'm going to say it again. You said, do the exercises that most people aren't willing to do. And this one specifically that we just did the hard part, which is looking back. If you're hardware, like an entrepreneur, like many of us are, we like to look forward. We're not really thinking about what happened yesterday because I'm like, well, even if it wasn't great, tomorrow's going to be better and today's going to be great because I'm about to make it great. You know, so, you know, we like to we like to just keep moving forward, but that's not how remarkable CEOs operate. We have to be willing to have the discipline and the maturity to look back, to assess, to audit, to do that exercise. So again, the hard part was looking back, but what that did, Dr. Stephen, was it brought you up to where you are right now. And that's actually really important to be able to do this exercise of planning the next year. You got to know where you're at right now. Just like if I'm trying to get from, from, from me, my house to your house, the GPS wants to know both coordinates. You got to know the coordinates to be able to get to where you want to go and do it in a way where everybody buys in. Talked about that last time too, having the whole team bought in. They got to see it as well. And they got to believe it that it's possible. And they got to understand that it's only possible because we're going to do this together. And that's what you're doing. So you're recruiting, you know, the energy. We talk about what's important next. This is about taking the limited resources, time, energy, focus, money, but the limited resources, the talent, the skills of the people that you have aligned yourself with and actually create focus. This is what creates focus, Dr. Steven. This is what's going to create focus for the whole year for the whole team. This is what's going to create focus for everybody for the whole year for the whole team. And so this is a, a vital exercise that we do. We talk about doing the end of year board meetings, where we talk about the quarterly board meetings, the end of year board meetings. This should be embedded inside of that board meeting that we're not coming into the board meeting just guessing what we should be doing. It should align with exactly what the vision story says. We're three years out ultimately. We're one year out next, what that looks like. So the first step, Dr. Steven, is to 
update your vision story for 2024 and to identify what does success, what does success look like in 2024? What, what do you see? Right. Cause that's the first thing you said. The second component is your core values. Third is the behaviors, but the first is the vision story. What does success look like? And once you know what success looks like, you have it documented, you have it written out. What is that story? The next thing you do is you, you make those, you take that story and you make it real by setting goals. And that's what we're going to get into today is we're going to start with the heart. So the heart is go back to your vision, mission, premise, purpose, and product. What is it that we do? Why do we do it? Why does this business exist? What are we here to accomplish? Get back to the heart of why. You can easily lose your purpose if, if you don't commit to keeping it in the front and center of the conversation at all times. And there's never been a better time to recast your vision and revisit your mission, your premise, your purpose, your product, your vision, than right here at the transition turn into a new year. So recast that vision. Remind everyone, here's what our business exists for. This is who we serve. This is how we do it. This is what's going to make a difference in the world. And, and get everybody back on that same page, Dr. Stevens. So we always start there. We got to get to the heart, that state of the union, that here's where we are and here's where we're going and making sure everybody can see it. Not just you, but everybody can see it. Not only see it, they can say it. And that's when we know we've done our job. We know we've done our job when not only does our team see what we see, but they can say it and they know it and they believe it. Dr. Steven, that's the first part of this now to next is you've got to recast that vision, cast that net, send it out there and say, do you see it? It's gotta be caught, right? And so we need everybody to catch on to this. You gotta, you gotta see it, you gotta grab hold of it. It's gotta be something you can grip up, you can put a good grip on, right? Because when you, when you get a good handle on it, man, there's a way better chance we're gonna, we're gonna be able to hold on for the ride. Cause it's about to be an awesome ride here going into 2024, Dr. Steven. So that is, that is this, this tone as we go into this. And then obviously we're going to get very practical here now. Man, I have to recap what you just said there. The revisit, the review, and the remind, right? So what a great trifactor to think about that. We all need to be reminded, don't we? That's why we have a quarterly rhythm. That's why we have board meetings. That's why we have the end of year meetings, right? So to create the space and time so if you don't create the space and time, if you don't carve out the space and time, if you don't claim the territory on your schedule, it's a lot of dominion, right? You've got to carve that time out and be like, this is where this is going to happen. It's important enough that we've actually carved out time on our schedule. This is when we do our quarterlies. This is when we do our annual. I know we have, right? The remarkable practice. We practice what we preach. We're preaching what we practice, right? So in all of my businesses, I can tell you, I can look ahead in 2024. I can tell you the dates and states. I can tell you where I'm going to be for our quarterly pulse meetings and where we're going to be for end of years, where we're going to have our board meetings, et cetera. I know it already. It's on my calendar. It's that important. Is that true for you? Right? So you got to be able to review. You got to assess. You've got to be able, man, that whole re that, that review process is just so so incredibly important to revisit and then to remind everybody on the team. You got to be able to say it because we all need reminding. The heart is so important. Now, once we have everybody's heart engaged and we remember why we're in this and where we're going together, now we quantify it, right? So we start talking about setting goals, right? So as we go from now to next, we want to see growth, right? So we want to see growth in the business. Growth means impact, Right. So as we grow, we see more impact and we see more income. And that's what we all want. We all want to be able to have a bigger impact in the business. And that let's call it growth by volume, growth by revenues, growth by impact in our communities. Right. So if we look at top line revenue growth, that's a great gauge. 
because at the end of the day, money follows value, right? So it all boils down to revenues and profit, right? So we are not running voluntary nonprofits here, are we? <laughs> right? So everybody here is in, in a profit-driven business, right? And money follows value. So this is our way for us to be able to say, I am willing, I am ready, I am prepared to put a million dollars worth of love and service and healing into this community or 2 million or 3 million or $35 million worth of healing into this community, right? So claim it, right? Put a number on it, but make sure that that's an intelligent number. It's an intelligent goal, right? So everybody knows what SMART goals are. We we love SMART goals, but we prefer intelligent goals on top of that, right? So not just a SMART goal, but it has to be an intelligent goals as an intelligence to it. And the intelligence to arrive at goals where everybody on the team sees how did you arrive at that? And they buy into it. They agree. They don't just believe you. They understand you. Like you said, Dr. Pete, we have to turn our team from believers to understanders. They've got to understand this is how we arrived at this goal so that they can buy into it and they can get behind it. Because when we get aligned, we get along, right? So we can't have any of that lack of buy-in from your team because then you're just going to be this too much headwind uh, when, all year long when your team is half-hearted or just outright does not believe you, right? So we use a methodology called base case scenario to set our goals. Let's stick with top line revenue goal. That's the one I love to start with. And I use our lead flow infographic to reverse engineer everything else that's outside of this conversation. But we set that top line revenue goal to say, okay, so what is the, statistically speaking, what is the most highly likelihood that we will arrive at what point by the end of the year, 12 months from now, where are we going to land, right? So if we look back at the example we used the last time was 2023, we enjoyed 25% top line revenue growth or collections. The best predictor of tomorrow's weather is yesterday's weather. So the best, statistically speaking, the best predictor of performance for 2024 is 2023's performance. It's just statistically speaking, the highest likelihood. So take that 25% and strike a line right through 2024 and say, well, then it, the most likely scenarios we are actually going to do 25% growth in 2024 as well. That's called base case scenario. Everybody's familiar with best case scenario. Everybody's familiar with worst case scenario, but nobody talks about base case scenario. That's where a goal setting has to start so that we're not just setting smart goals, Dr. Pete, we're setting intelligent goals. Hey doc, let's face it, 95% of your problems are people problems. You can't find A players, you can't keep A players, you don't know how to leverage your team, create expectations and agreements, or hold people accountable in order to optimize your team. Doc, what would happen to your practice if you were finally able to get the right people in the right seats, doing the right work the right way? For most chiropractors, it would be a game changer. You'd increase your capacity and see more people. You'd make a bigger impact and a bigger income. You'd be able to delegate and scale your business. Or maybe you'd need to get your associate relationship dialed in. That would mean you getting your time freedom back. You could get a handle on your schedule, maybe even become a CEO. If this is what you want your 2024 to sound like, Make sure that you join us for the remarkable team building immersion in Phoenix, Arizona, January 26th and 27th, or in Brisbane, Australia, March 8th and 9th. I personally will be there and I can't wait to be back in Australia. Doc, bring your team with you. Get everyone on the same page. They'll be back in your office on Monday with more clarity, accountability, and purpose than ever before energize and mobilize your team and see your practice grow. What are your goals for 2024, Doc? 
Is it a seven-figure foundation, a seven-figure revenue, seven-figure profit, or maybe even a seven-figure exit? Whatever season you're in, you'll need a seven-figure team. Click the link in the show notes below and register today. So I love that you brought up a few th tools that if you've been listening to this podcast, you're familiar with. If you are um, a member of the Remarkable Practice family, Remarkable CEO family, then you then you're very acutely aware of a few things. Number one is this tool. By the way, if you didn't get it on their last episode, please you know it's it's part of the bundle for these two episodes, which is the essentially the last now now to next bundle, which is the vision story worksheet and the vision mapping. Okay, so make sure you get those and you use these. Uh, the second thing you talked about was the Leaflow worksheet. It's really powerful. We've given that away in the past. It's not part of today's bundle, but just recognize that you can pick it up on a previous episode. The other framework, Dr. Steven, that I want to bring up right now is now, okay, so once you set your revenue goal, and, and you use that as an example, 2023, we have a 25%, we're going to do that in 2024, that's base case. And then, you know, we might unpack best case and then worst case and what that looks like. But I want you to unpack it through now the lens of your goal setting worksheet through the domains of your business. So once you set that, Dr. Steven, once you set that and cast that vision of what it could be and should be based on base case, let's call it 25%. Then what we do is we reverse engineer back and we say, okay, the way it works is attraction, conversion, retention, collections. It's how that, that's how the song goes. So you know that you have to start at the top of the funnel. Let's say if we go back to another infographic we've given away, which is the, um, the hourglass business model, where you talk about the community surrounding you, and then you go from the top all the way down to the bottom from prospects to leads to opportunities and then initial intensive corrective and then wellness and lifetime care. People go through this entire journey. So what you would do then is set goals for each one of those transitions. So you have goals for prospects, leads, opportunities, conversions, and then stages of people in each stage of the care. And I might be going fast right now, but I'm saying all this because at the end of the day, this is the work, the work. Okay. This is the work and we have to get clear on it. Otherwise we're just we're just guessing and it's like, oh, well, you know, it's general, it's vague, and we have to get as specific as we possibly can. So I'm saying this because we've given you the tools and these frameworks to help organize this process for you. So it's less painful and it's more productive. And, and so I'm going to encourage you to get out that goal setting worksheet and actually set on paper what those goals would be categorically, attraction, conversion, retention, collections. Look at what the lead flow worksheet says your trends have been over the last 12 months. And based on that, that produced 25%. So then if you maintain, if you continued at that same level, then that would help you achieve this continued growth. If you want to increase that to a higher level, then you can bump up those percentages, meaning the new patient total number scheduled or the number that showed for that day one or the number that showed for the reporter, the number that committed from the reporter, the numbers of reactivations, um, right? Or the number of inactives went down, right? Type of thing where you can start to influence the total netmo and total tap and you can do total revenue that way. So think about that, why it's so important to have the data assess to come into this meeting, brutal facts where we are right now, so that you can determine where you want to go next, but do it intelligently, Dr. Steven, that we're not just guessing, it's not just smart, it's intelligent and it's work. And this is where um, 
you know, this is where the work comes in. They're working on your business, above your business. We're, we're, we're up in there right now. That's what we're doing on this podcast, right, Dr. Steven? So uh, just, just as a framework, just remind everybody, hey, this is the framework. And then you would set your goals for attraction, set your goals for conversion, set your goals for retention, and set the goals for collection. So that in that scenario that you presented, that's how you know you can show that's how we're going to get there. I, so I'm going to pick everybody up off the floor after that, Dr. Pete, um, <laughs> because you love to geek out on that lead flow worksheet. And I love that about you, bro. Uh, so if we pull this back to 30,000 feet, let's get back to top line revenue and be like, okay, so this is the one big number we're going to work with right now. And from that, all of the numbers that Dr. Pete were, was just was so fluent in this system, everything flows out of that, right? So you know, when you hear us say that the metrics become the matrix, what you just heard was him reading the metric. He's reading the, the, the drawings on the cave wall for you. It's just like your business will talk to you. Your metrics will talk to you if you learn how, if you learn the language, if you learn how to speak it, right? So let's go all the way up to top line revenue and say, all right, so let's just start there. Like what is the base case scenario for 2024 and top line revenue growth? That's going to be our starting point. And then from there, what we can say is, well, I think we actually might do a little better than that. And we're saying, okay, so because we're making this change or these changes, I'm predicting that we do even better than we did last year. Okay, that's called best case scenario, right? So what you wanna be able to do is identify what is that assumption that you're making that's gonna make the difference? Or maybe it's two or three things. Maybe it's we're adding an associate doctor or we're adding an office manager. My office manager is gonna go in the COO program or we're gonna split up our front desk, check in CA, check out CA, or we're adding a new patient concierge so our efficiency is gonna go up or you know what we've got, we're adding a second digital marketing expert to really double down on our market. It's like, there is a reason there's some investment that we're going to be making that we can validate. You know what? I think we're going to do better than last year. Those are the assumptions that we're making, right? So conversely, you might say, well, there's actually a chance we could underperform relative to last year. We could do, we, maybe we won't do 25. Maybe we'll do the opposite of that. Instead of doing 30%, maybe we're going to do 20%, right? So we're 5% higher on the best case scenario. Let's go 5% lower in the worst case scenario because you know what? What happens if, and there's one or two or three scenarios that could play out and, you know, that could be that unexpected situation, right? So, oh, my office manager got pregnant and I lost them for, you know, maternity leave or uh, actually the associate doctor that we're going to hire, it didn't work out and they didn't. They didn't pass their licensing and they can't, they can't come work here or they couldn't get a work visa or whatever happened, right? Or that front desk check-in CA that we hired, oh, it turns out that they were, they were in terrible match for that role. I don't know what we were thinking. So we're, we're back to one person at the front desk or the new patient concierge. Yeah, you know, it turned out that they were just a chatterbox and terrible at empathetic connecting. And man, we had to let them go replace that. You guys follow me? Like all of these things that like, man, we were counting on this. Or how about, you know, some outside in, stressors, right? So some external forces with, you know, the wild toads, you know, Mr. Toad's wild ride ahead in 2024. I mean, here we go. We're on the, you know, brink of multiple world conflicts, you know, <laughs> whether we're talking about Ukraine or Taiwan <laughs> or Israel, right? We've got an election year ahead of us. And, you know, of course, there's always that outlying, dare I say, COVID, you know, part two, the sequel. <laughs> Who knows, Dr. B? There are things that are out there that are points of exposure. And as the CEO, as the leader, it's our job to be looking at the road ahead. And we got to say to ourselves, what are the things that we could do to mitigate our risk? What can we do to reduce our risk and exposure so that we're not subject 
to that underperformance, right? So what are the assumptions that we need to manifest and execute against to get us to perform even above base case scenario and get best case scenario? Or what can we do as the CEO, as the leader to work on our business to mitigate the exposure that we have for the potential constraints in the business? Yeah, Dr. Steven. So I know, you know, we're coming close to, to wrapping here today. I, I just, I wanted to just take a minute and just, you know, recognize if you're still listening to this uh, episode right now and you didn't like tune out because you're like, all right, I got to get to work and you're still, you're still in it with us. Hey, I just wanted to say, Hey, you know, it's been awesome journeying with you is uh, this is to where we're towards the end of the year. And, you know, really grateful for each one of you. And for, if you're a regular listener, thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the CEO podcast, welcome aboard. You know, we hope that we can continue to add massive value to you. And I just wanted to say that because as I'm listening to this, I'm reflecting myself on this podcast and the journey we've been on in another year and what we went through. And I'm, I'm like already getting ready when you started naming all those things. I'm like, all right, I'm getting ready for what we're going to be covering in 2024 and, you know, on these episodes. So while, while I have a minute, I'm just going to celebrate where we are. And, um, you know, just very grateful for you, Dr. Steven, and grateful for, you know, all of our wonderful, um, you know, CEOs and and uh, docs and teams and, and those of you, you know, for all of you who listen to this and just thank you for the, you know, the great work that you're doing. It really matters, you know, right now more than I love it, man. we know that. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So in this season, you know, I'm not afraid. I'm not one to say Merry Christmas. I want to say happy holidays to everybody. I want to say Merry Christmas and happy new year. It's been an awesome year. We're super stoked for the year ahead. And I love the expression, all I want for Christmas. You know what? I'm not going to limit myself here to one gift yeah, you know, in my family, the best part of Christmas, as far as gift giving is concerned, is the stockings. And we save the stockings for last. And the stockings are so much fun because they're filled with the little things that are usually the most meaningful things, right? So, you know, in my stocking for the remarkable practice and for you this year is first and foremost, you know, is if you know somebody who needs to hear this message and be in this conversation, please, please share this with them. Send them this specific episode and help them set themselves up for the best year yet for, you know, for those who are listening, who haven't given us a five-star review yet, I'll, I'll ask you, you know, I'll, I have a, I have a five-star review request in my stocking, right? So if some of you have taken things that you've learned here and you've put them on the ground, good ideas are great executions, everything that have made the difference in your business. And you'd like to leave us a testimonial story. If this has meant something to you, Dr. Pete and I love this podcast um, because we love chiropractic. We love you guys. And we just love sharing this. So it means a lot to us to read those testimonial stories. It's how it gets real. Just like when you love to read your patient testimonial. So if you can take a minute, that's in my stocking, right? So if you know that it's time for you to jump on to a strategy session with us and have a conversation, maybe it's about this right now. That's, that's in my stocking right now for you is, is I want to set you up. And you know, the truth is, is you'll hire us for our expertise, but you'll pay us for accountability. And we all know that that's really the difference maker is to have somebody in your corner who knows you and has your best interest at heart and knows what your strengths are and what your aspirations are and what your goals are. And also knows where there may be some blind spots and muscles you need to develop and help you overcome some challenges. We want to be in your corner, right? So Maybe it's set up a strategy session. That's easy to do. There's a link down below. Or maybe it's like, you know what? I want to be together. I want to be person to person. We'll jump in. There's a live event coming up here in the US uh, at the end of January in Phoenix. Um, it's our remarkable team building event. It's January 26 and 27. If you're listening on the other side of the world, the other Southern Hemisphere, it's in, in Brisbane, Australia, uh, March 8th and 9th. I'm going to be over there for that. I'm super stoked for that. So there's more in my stocking, Dr. Pete, but 
this is uh, this is an extraordinary opportunity to reach and influence so many awesome chiropractors on the world that are like-minded, that are mission-driven, servant-hearted, just world-changing ass kickers. Uh, you're truly remarkable people, and we just can't tell you enough how much we love and appreciate your fellowship, um, your advocacy, and your trust. We love and appreciate you guys. It's going to be a great year ahead. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, Remarkable CEOs. So today I am in the studio with a new friend of mine from the other side of the world. One of our awesome Remarkable Success partners, Sam OG, is what I've been told is his new <laughs> name. He, he can pronounce his name for you and tell you what it really is, but he got dubbed Sam OG at the last immersion event. And we're honored to have you. And I'm so grateful for you taking the time. I know this is fishing hour of the day. So I appreciate you getting up early to meet with me as we are uh, trying to coordinate our schedules from opposite sides of the world. Appreciate you getting up early to meet with me today and to be a part of this podcast. You know, we have you here because you are a remarkable partner of ours. You're a success partner. Uh, you help our doctors, the doctors we get to work with, help more people and do it in a more remarkable way so they can achieve their vision and their goals. Uh, you are a, an expert in, in the area where you're going to share with us where you're an expert, which is very relevant to us delivering the highest quality and levels of care so we can actually get the results and help people get the results that they want. And you help our doctors and you help doctors do that. So Sam, thank you for joining me here today. Thank you for being a, a partner, an expert, and joining me on the podcast. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience today? Everybody who's listening, tuning in, our CEOs from around the world who you are, where you are. And uh, and then I'm going to ask you to tell a little bit of your story and how you got here, because you were telling me that before we started the recording today. I'd love to hear about the, the, the Genesis story as you are the founder and CEO of Medic Cloud. And uh, tell us a bit of that as well. So Sam, I'm throwing you the, you've got the floor and uh, take it away. Thank you, Dr. Pete. And good day to everyone that's uh, listening out there. It's an absolute pleasure to uh, get up early. <laughs> even though I'm not out fishing, which is something that I enjoy, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an absolute pleasure to be here and be part of the po podcast and be part of the, uh, remarkable, uh, team and the remarkable experience. You know, I, I got introduced to you guys by Dr. Omar and I absolutely love what you guys, uh, do out there. I've, uh, been attending the, uh, conferences and, and listening in on, on, uh, what you guys have to say and. It's just been an amazing journey in, in this short period of time that I've been a uh, success partner with you guys. Well, we are, uh, we're thrilled that you have been tuning in. You know, when you're at the events, the conferences, the immersions, as a CEO yourself and as a business owner and working in our space, I think the relevance, you being 
able to know what we're teaching and how we're teaching and how it specifically impacts uh, what you're doing, how you can help the doctors, I think is incredibly relevant. So I know your story started back a few years ago. Uh, you were telling me uh, over a decade ago when you really launched your business, but you actually started in the Cairo space as a patient. I'd love to hear your story and how you actually started because we like to say in, in the CEO world where we coach, we say, hey, every business exists to solve a problem. And your business birthed from a problem that you solved. And you basically, the writing was on the wall, it sounds like, and you were like, okay, <laughs> we're turning this into a business. So maybe bring us back to the origin of, of really where this began, because I know you're not a chiropractor, but you help chiros. So tell us a little bit of, that, of the story. Yeah, absolutely. So um, <laughs> I, I do get a little bit emotional about it for the simple fact that I had a real bad injury. And my wife, she used to be a CA while she was a student. And she said, hey, you've, you've exhausted all your avenues. Time to see a Cairo. And I'm like, what's a Cairo? I don't, I don't know what a Cairo is. So um, she introduced me to the chiropractor that she worked as a CA. I started getting treatment, started feeling great. I uh, became mobile. And the chiropractor one day said to me, hey, I've, I've got issues with my x-ray machine. Can you have a look at it? I'm like, I don't know anything about x-rays, but having an engineering background, sure. Got it solved for him. He turned around and said, I've had numerous people out here trying to fix this thing and you, you've just managed to fix it. And I said, you know, it was about listening to the machine, what it had to say and, and understanding, <laughs> much like a patient, what it, what it needed to be treated. Hold and behold, he turned around and, and offered me a job, said, hey, can you come and fix other x-ray machines? And I'm like, you've got the one clinic. What, what can I possibly do? And he's like, well... I've run a teleradiology business and I look after multiple clinics and everyone's always uh, in and out of trouble with their x-ray machine. So we need someone that's going to be reliable and, and can get out there and, and fix these things and make sure the clinics are operating so we can continue looking after our patients. I agreed to that. I started working uh, in, in that space you know, and, and I had a combined IT and engineering background. So I, I started solving problems constantly that the uh, chiropractors were facing with their x-ray machines, with x-ray image transfers, etc. And what ended up happening was he, he had a personal issues to deal with and, and uh, probably poor business decisions made that led to, you know, that, that business winding down, but my phone did not stop ringing. And, you know, all the chiros were ringing me constantly going, Sam, I need help with this, Sam, I need help with that. And I thought, you know, I think I better register a business and, and actually start invoicing for my time. And that's, that's what we ended up doing. And we launched in November, 2012, uh, officially as a business. And I started working out of my garage because there was no need for me to, to, to have an office or I was a one man band, but from there, it flourished. And I'm, I'm going to say this with, with a lot of confidence. When I was at one of the uh, seminars you guys were running and you, you were doing the presentation, everything you guys presented was, in essence, how I built my business up. And I absolutely loved hearing that and, and seeing it and going, oh, my God, I've, I've done something right. You know, the, the reason I'm here today is is... I subconsciously knew about some of these, you know, points that you guys were, were uh, putting out there and explaining and, and 
And I thought, this is great because I can really be a partner uh, with, with Remarkable and, and be a point of contact out there for, for people to reach out to, not just about their x-ray machines, but as, as, as one business owner to another business owner, I can give those ideas. I'm happy to share those ideas. And, you know, I strongly believe it all aligns with what you guys do out there as well. So it's been fantastic from that, from that perspective, joining you guys and being part of you guys. Well, I, I, uh, I did not know your origin story. So first of all, uh, what an amazing story. And, you know, your response was incredibly visceral. And I can see that it still, you know, impacts you to this day, the value of, of chiropractic and how it actually really did help transform your life. You had exhausted the other options. Like you said, your wife was you know, said to you that, you know, try at least try it out. And um, I'm so glad that you did. And I mean, how many people you know, can relate with you. I mean, they're, they've tried everything and like, well, what's Cairo? Why would I do that? And, and you are, you're not just, you know, somebody who provides a service, but you're somebody who actually values the service. You have value and you share that. And one of the things I think we talked about it at the, the last immersion event that you were at was we talked about, you know, the team and getting the right people and the right roles, the right work, the right way, building a team based on values. And we align with people who share our core values. And it's very clear that you share our vision, which is to restore health for humanity. So clearly you're in the business of solving x-ray and IT and tech related problems for Cairo. So can you talk about, you know, cause you're a CEO of a business and, you know, you're speaking to CEOs of a business and a lot of times CEOs think in terms of ROI, you know, they think, mm. they think in terms of, you know, yes, you're helping me solve a problem, but what's the value that this is providing for me? So can you talk a little bit about you know, your product, your services, and the value that you bring to the table. It sounds to me like you were just helping people. And then eventually you thought, I got to turn this into a business. I got to start invoicing people for my time and the services we're providing. Talk about the ROI, you know, for the doctors that are leveraging your services, the services you provide. Tell a little bit about your services that you are providing, how doctors are taking advantage of the services you provide and benefiting from those. Love, love to hear about that. Yeah, Absolutely. My approach in business is we're an ancillary business. So we're, we're an addition to an existing clinic. And uh, I, I think before even looking at the products, it's about understanding the business, understanding what the, the chiropractor wants to do, the, the CEO of that business wants to do and achieve in his own business. And they can leverage off our technical knowledge, our, our technical capabilities, our understanding of the chiropractic space, because I, I live and breathe it, um, not, not just as a patient, but as a uh, solution provider. I like to listen to what they have to say, what they want to do, what they want to achieve before I put any products in front of them. You know, I'm, I'm a large guy myself. I'm six foot four, 130 kilos. So at the end of the day, I know the challenges a chiropractor is going to face in demographics where they've got large size patients and they may not have been recommended the right type of equipment to put in into their clinics to, to x-ray the patient and be able to get those lateral lumbar views that they need or the lateral thoracic views that they need. You know, whereas I've, I've gone out there and I've actually flown out to Korea to the manufacturer and I said, hey, you can't have your wall bucky at this height. You know, we've got tall patients in Australia. Our demographics are uh, a mixed bag. We've got short patients. We've got tall patients. You know, let, let's let's jig the machine so that you can get an extra height out of the um, wall bucky. And then cost 
is always a, a, a big question mark with with everyone. You know, we, we need to keep costs down and, and uh, be able to provide something that's going to give a return on investment apart from improving the the uh, healthcare they provide to their patients. And, you know, I, I looked around and I'm like, you know, how do I how do I compete with with other suppliers out there? And I realized that they, they were giving systems that had lower uh, specifications. And I always use car engines as an example. You know, you want to penetrate through a, a lateral lumbar, you need a V8. You know, you need a big block, you know, powerful engine that, that's going to penetrate through that patient. And I'm looking out there at, at what these chiros had in their clinics previously or what they've experienced. I'm like, that that's not going to cut it. We, we need to bump that up. You know, it, it comes at a cost, obviously, because you are buying something that's more powerful. But let's figure out a way to, to, to reduce that overhead and bring it in line with what you're currently paying out there or even better if we can. And get something into the clinic that not only is it going to give you what you actually need and what you've paid for, but give you a return on investment as well. You know, and in terms of the return on investment, again, that becomes a very wide question. You know, everyone's asking, what's my return on investment? And I, I take them back and I go, right, let's focus on your business and how are you approaching the use of this machine? You know, you've got an NP, you've got a new patient coming through the doors. You know, as a patient myself who's had a bad back, I don't want to be adjusted without you looking at my x-rays. Right. That That's my that's my personal belief. And you need to realign your business model to go, what's the process for me seeing a patient? Okay, let's make sure that we are, we've got clinical requirement for x-raying this patient before we start the adjustment. And there's, there's a lot of, lot of, you know, benefits out there, financial benefits out there that you can uh, redeem or get access to or tap into. Uh, and, and I'll use uh, Dr. Omar from Innate Radiology as an example, who's also a uh, remarkable partner, success partner there. He's out there offering Medicare services, Medicare funded uh, services. And, you know, they've, they've got a business model that complements what we do with, with supplying the x-ray equipment. So the combination of the two, the, the risk reduces substantially. And the return on investment, I've seen clinics get a return on investment within six months, and I've seen clinics get a return on investment within two years. Now, under Medicare, they generally say you've got 15 years uh, to claim under Medicare. And I, even if it took you two years to uh, get your return on investment, you've still got another 13 years of making that additional funds, the, the additional money towards your business. And you're offering a premium service to your patient base. You know, they're not having that inconvenience factor of walking out the door to go to the local radiology clinic to come back because you know very well, once they walk out the door, chances of them coming back as a new patient because you've referred them out for x-rays starts to diminish. And this helps you keep those patients in-house. So it's not just the money you're making off the machine initially. It's also the ongoing effect of what that machine does for you. Yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head there. I think you're talking about you got to have a long view vision of your business and what is it that you're accomplishing and how are you leveraging the x-rays and the re and the insights it's giving you not only to take to get a, you know a new patient in and through a process where they have an under deeper understanding of what's actually causing their problem, but ongoing, what does that mean? The value of that person's starting care and having a deeper understanding of the significance of you know, the problem that they have and, and, and then giving them a plan, a recommendation, a treatment plan that's accurate 
that's aligned with their clinical findings and being able to have that confidence and certainty with that, it all leads to better conversion and better retention of the patient. So I see what you're talking about. I mean, the ROI, it's, it could be hard, really hard to measure if you think about every person that you are taking images of and the, the amount of time they're investing in your business, what is that worth? And the lifetime effect and lifetime value of that is huge. So I think that's significant. I'm so glad you took it down that path as far as the ROI, because that's exactly the right way to look at it. Thinking about where we're going in the future, you know, as CEOs, we always recommend that we we take a three-year view of our business and we break it down into three phases. We break it down into what's important, you know, now, what's important next, and what's important ultimately. And so when I when I look ahead as a CEO and you look ahead as a CEO and you look at and you do an audit or an assessment of the needs that you see in the future in the profession, as you look ahead and assess the development of the chiropractic profession, how are you and what you're doing in the services you provide helping doctors be more prepared to be successful in the future as well as you see the changes in healthcare and the evolution of, of pra clinical practices in, in the health space, how do you see what you're doing and how you're helping chiropractors? How do you help that? How do you see your business specifically helping chiropractors become even more successful in the future? I'd love to get a, you know a strategic insight from you on what you what you see coming. Absolutely, and look, this goes back to what I said earlier on. Before we sell or provide a service or a product to a clinic, we really want to understand what that clinic's goals are, what they want to achieve. You know, I look at every clinic, I, I hate using the term client because I don't treat the, the people that I work with as clients, I treat them as partners. I look at myself as an extension to their business and our approach is to free up as much of their time as we possibly can uh, with the technical nitty gritties within their business. And, and this goes to the IT side of our business, IT side of the arm of our business. And, you know, we, we're not all tech heads out there. We're not all IT li literate. And, and particularly some of the CAs, you know, that they've, they've come in, they're very good at what they do, but they may not necessarily understand the trends within, within the technology space that's coming through. So if we can foresee what, what uh, type of clinic they've got, how they're going to operate, and we can step in and say, hey, you focus on your patient care, you focus on growing your business, let us handle the technology for you. Let us make sure the cogs, the wheels are turning without you having to worry about it. We come in from that angle and you know, assist the clinics in doing that. And one of the biggest things I say to the chiropractors out there, the CEOs, the owners of these clinics is, you know, don't try and, and uh, save yourself money by doing it yourself because what is your time worth to you? How much can you make in an hour treating and looking after your patients and looking after other important aspects of your business versus, you know, paying for an hour of our time to actually make sure it's done and it's done properly. So there's no second guessing. At the moment, the, the, the future trends from an IT perspective, from a technology perspective, which is what really impacts the um, any industry, not, not just chiropractic. You know, we're, we're a Microsoft partner, we're a Dell partner, we're a HP partner. And to get these partnerships is a lot of hard work. We have to sit exams and prove to them that we know what we're talking about before they say, yes, here you go, you can be a partner. So much like you guys having to do 
regular training to, to keep up with your accreditation standards. In the world of IT, we actually have to do the same thing. So we get to go to conferences that are tech specific and sit there and go, all right, what's the future? Where are we heading with the future? And we get a glimpse of what's to come. And then we realign our business internally on how we're going to support that and how we're going to make sure that the the chiropractors, the clinics that we look after are going to also benefit from that support, benefit from that service and allow the clinics to, you know, continue getting a return on investment, not just by spending money on, on IT support uh, as, as an example, but by keeping those wheels in motion and ensuring that when a change does come, whether it's legislative or, or insurance related, such as cybersecurity uh, insurance and things like that, we can make sure that their IT infrastructure is already in place to meet those needs, future-proofing their business. So our aim is more along the, the lines of mitigating risks to that business in the future by being one step ahead of, of the changes that are coming through and to making sure that the wheels are in motion, they're not going to have hiccups in the clinic. They're going to continue working through the changes that come th- come along. I love this. This conversation is so energizing to me because I didn't know where you were going to go with this, but I love that you're a learner and that you're a student and that you are you know certified and you're getting certifications. You're continuing to stay a step ahead so that chiropractors can keep moving forward. That is huge. And I, I love that about you and your business. I, I'm just discovering that now. And it's so valuable to have uh, yourself and your company as part of the Remarkable Practice family. So thank you, Sam, for taking the time to meet with me here today. One final question. What is the best way for a listener to learn more, to get in contact with you or take a next step? Uh, what do you uh, What do you suggest? I'm available 24-7. I do look after 24-7 clinics out there. <laughs> so they can either call me on my mobile directly. I, I take calls day and night. And I, I know how important it is for a lot of the uh, business owners to be able to reach me after hours because they, they, they want to have that ability to focus on their patients during the day and be able to reach out. So say out my number on, on, on the podcast, 0420-897-010. Alternatively, they can you know, email our support team, support at mediccloud.com.au. Or we've got our one three hundred number that they can reach us on during normal business hours, our, our business hours, 9 till 5.30, Monday to Friday, and 9 till 1 on a Saturday. That's one three hundred six five eight one zero three. Okay, so I got it. So it's, I uh, call you on your mobile. That's very, uh, just, uh, you know, showing that, like you said earlier, it's all about relationships and a partnership. So, make sure I got this right. 0420897010. Spot on. And uh, also email support at mediccloud.com.au. And uh, you can reach them there. And then you can call also their customer support number. I'm going to ask you to say that one more time. 1-300-658-103. Perfect. You guys heard it here. So Sam, thanks again for joining me today. And thank you for being one of our remarkable partners and uh, for helping our doctors help more people. And uh, for all of you who are listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Look forward to reconnecting with you next week. Until then, God bless and take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. 
If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.